five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I get together and we recap all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. Today we are getting together here at our gracious podcast host, Higher Gravity Summit Park, and we are giving our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts or participants on the uh, other shows. Uh, so, so far, so good. Also, I do want to say that all the opinions uh, and expressions uh, that are on this podcast are our own and may have nothing to do with any entity that we may or may not represent. I am Marco. I work for a tap room here locally, and I'm about to introduce the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia, and I have no affiliation with anything at all. So I get to drink all the craft beer here in Cincinnati talk shit about all the Cincinnati Craft Beer podcasts as much as I want, and no one can do a damn thing about it. Okay. Yeah. I also uh, like to write funny things about beer during beer event season, which yeah. is, holy crap, that's only a couple weeks away. I know. I can't believe it. If I'm you so- do not have, go ahead. No, it's just, it's it's uh, happy and sad at the same time. It's Agreed. like this weather, the weather changing, the, the signals to the end of the calendar year coming up mm-hmm. um halloween just happened and um yeah wow where does time go it's it's it stops it, for no person it really doesn't so if time if you have not found a way to stop time which if you have let us know my god i could yeah, hit us up time. at uh, troop beer pod absolutely everywhere um Buy your higher gravity beer vent box if you have not already. They have a limited amount. I don't know exactly how many they have left for sale. I think that Jason at least one more. At least one more. Yeah, it's probably just could, one more. You could get that last beer vent box if you go to higher gravity craft house h a u s dot com and buy your beer vent box. the The link on your receipt will say that it's available within like an hour. It's a lie. They will be available Thanksgiving week. I don't know the exact date. Again. Jason's due to show up here at some point, and he will give us all the details. You can pick it up at right. at uh, Summit Park or at the Northside location. It's going to be an absolutely amazing, amazing fun time, as it always is. And Julia just gave away a uh, spoiler there. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yep. Uh, Jason uh, from Higher Gravity is going to be on the uh, bonus the uh, one pod and only. that we uh, that we put out. Yeah, so in addition to talking about Beer Vent, I want to shout out an amazing event that's happening. Um, I think today, I believe, Friday, November the 4th, is the last day to donate a sponsorship for the Honor Bus, which is uh-huh. a new event happening. Uh, it's hope, they're hoping to make it a recurring event every year for Veterans Week. Uh, Matt Damaris of Vets and Brews and Mike Stokes of Cincy Brew Bus, they are hosting 50 veterans. They're going to put them all on one of the Cincy Brew Buses. They're going to take them to Listerman Brewing and to Rheingeist Brewing. They're going to wine and dine these veterans and give them the the recognition and the support that they deserve. They are looking for companies to sponsor each veteran. There are three different tiers that you can sponsor them at. Please check it out, vetsandbrews.com. If you are not a local business, not a company that wants to sponsor on that level, but you still want to buy a veteran a beer, just X out of the little uh, honor bus pop-up that shows up. It'll take you to the main Vets and Brews site where you can pay uh, 10 bucks or more to buy veterans a beer. But please get on that and 
it, I, I, it's a great, it's an absolutely amazing thing, and I'm so so happy for those two local local companies to be getting together to to do this. Truly exciting, awesome, yeah. and I can't wait to hear uh, whether it's uh, via podcast form or you know a, a post on social media or just having beers talking to uh, whether it be Matt or Mike uh, about you know the the trip and and how how it went mm-hmm. it's so. gonna be an amazing time and with local businesses you know with your help this can become a yearly event and i think that it's going to be fantastic should be great yes thank uh, you julia for yeah. uh bringing that up uh, yeah absolutely really appreciate it uh, uh what else i'm going to bring up is we are essentially a craft beer podcast yeah and we wouldn't be a good one unless we were drinking craft beers so no. we no. both have good stuff in our glasses or should be good stuff i haven't tried mine yet but marco what do you have in your glass right now uh this is uh, gonna harken back to the previous episode i have all day ipa from founders excellent that's a solid choice uh this is one that i have not yet had uh it's from untitled art it's just called cold ipa because you know cold ipas are the hot thing to do now right yeah no yeah um, no no yeah. yeah 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 i tried yeah, we don't have yeah, a we don't. we don't have like a yay or a no, cheers I, or we had a cheers but I didn't map it and I don't feel like stopping to map the cheers button. No, it's fine. We're good. But yeah. Yay, but I'm good. Gonna, I'm gonna try this, good Marco. Joke. So we have uh, those beers. The other thing um, I also want to say is thank you to everyone who's been with us on this journey for quite a while. Thank you to everyone who is new to the podcast. And we will tell you at the end of the episode how to like, share, subscribe, follow us, and to support us in all of the different sort of ways that you should do so. Yes. But let's get into the focus of the episode, Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast. Okay. Uh, We have... Excuse me, still getting over whatever in the world is going on. So luckily I'm not coughing nearly as much as I was last week. Jim is not here to kill me. Oh, he's good. So, he's uh, fine. Yes. We've actually, I'm we've, not worried about Jim. I'm worried about me. We followed up with Jim. We well, did. first of all, you're going to be fine. I'll be fine. And we followed up with Jim. He's fine. Yes. Other than, you know, the typical day-to-day, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that can happen every now and then. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I'm, I'm fine. Good. I'm so. glad that we all made it out unscathed. There were a couple times during that recording where I wasn't sure who was going to be walking out that door and who was going to need to be carried out. It was great. It was, I oh, skipped. It was a, I did a very responsible thing and skipped Tequila Tuesday. You did. And uh, it was it was a great time. It was a blast. Yes. Uh, so thank you, Jim. Yeah, thank you, Jim. And we'll have you back to uh, recap some of the things that we uh, said we were going to recap and just didn't get to. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. that's how it goes when you're live. This is really live and we really drink beers, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Which means we forget to talk about half of the things that we say we're going to talk about. Yeah. What we're not going to forget to talk about are podcasts. That's correct. All right. Because so those are written down. We have we laminated show, show sheets. sheets. And I have a whole notebook, so... We've got this. And my notes look a lot like yours, actually. <laughs> Pretty much exactly like mine. It's very close. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Drinking with the Gnome. This is going back two weeks. We did not get to, to two of these podcasts last week. Yeah. So we're doing them this week. One Full of those, disclosure. One of those is Drinking with the Gnome, where he talked with Zane Lamprey. I think that we both, I mean, we were both there, not in the room when he did that, but we were feet away from that magic happening. So yeah. I'm excited to We're give that a, a little recap. Um, we have two episodes, two bonus episodes, actually, of Craft Parenting Podcast, one where they talked about Oktoberfest beers mm-hmm. and one that they just released where they drank the, the Grayscale Brewing 
trick-or-treat cryptid seltzer pack with their friends, uh, Graham and Brian. Yeah. That was a fun time. Yep. Uh, we have Shift Beers, Silver City Beers with Lindsay, who we may or may not have paid to call into the drunk line, but it turned out to be even better than we ever expected. It's amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. She sent them beers. They called her. We'll talk about it. It's great. And then we have one of the longest episodes in the history of Cincy Brewcast, where he talked to Michael from Medina. Yeah. Right. Love Michael from Medina. Love Michael. We've, we've been guest heavy uh, recently, and uh, but at some point we need to have Michael back. You know what I was thinking would be fun is, and I'm speaking this out into the universe. Let's go. He listens. Something he does. And a lot of the people that, that I would want to bring into this idea listen to the podcast. Ooh. Some type of a roundtable where we Ooh. have members from start to finish of the kind of craft beer journey. So a brewer or someone involved in, you know, beer production or, you know, owning a brewery, taproom managers, all the way up to distributors and even to bottle shop owners. So higher gravity or the B and the B and the B and the C and the K of BCs. And then down to just me being just your average drinker. I think it would be really cool to try to get it. You're least. an above average drinker. I, 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 I do what I can. Yeah. I do what I can. Uh, but I thought it would be cool to have like a little round table where we just have a conversation that covers start to finish of craft beer in Cincinnati. Great in a glass. Great in a glass. I like it. I like it. All right. Let's get on to podcast because we have a slightly limited time before we are going to kick off our bonus. Yeah, we have so. we have sort of a it's not a. It's not a, a hard time on when the bonus starts, but we do know about when the bonus is going to start, so we need to... It's just being courteous of someone else's time. Correct. That's Correct. what it is. All right, so let's start with, if I can actually turn... Craft Parenting Pod. Pages. Yeah, we'll let's do, do the that. two Craft Parenting Podcasts. And uh, did you want to talk about them individually, or did you want to just announce that we're talking about these two, and then we just, you know, sort of go off our notes... And on both of go them. towards yeah 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 hit, let's hit let's both of them. let's do that and um, we kind of already mentioned what the two episodes are episode eighty point five the one with the Oktoberfest beers Did you see there was a non alcoholic uh, Oktoberfest yeah we didn't didn't we have that or on I sale had that? over there yeah 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 last chance beers yeah yeah I'm good yeah I'm good I'm too good. so episode eighty point five the one with the Oktoberfest beers and then episode eighty one point five the one with not urban artifacts, trick-or-treat seltzers. Correct. Yes. So we'll go ahead and just start with the Oktoberfest episode, and as that bleeds into the seltzer episode, yeah, they were both fun. Really, really fun to it listen to. It all bleeds. To. It all bleeds. Everything bleeds. Everybody hurts. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If it so bleeds, we can kill it. Are, was Craft Parenting Podcast super late with their Oktoberfest episode or super early? With their Oktoberfest episode. <laughs> wanna, I love that. Want to go down That's the great. seasonal creeping? I, I love know that. Like, That's hilarious. You know, they could either be super late or super early with it. It yeah, all depends on how you want to want to look at it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be nice and call it. They're late. It's it's fine. Yeah. It was a great it was a great episode. Um, they gave a lot of the history on Oktoberfest beers, which was pretty cool. Uh, there are actually fewer Oktoberfest beers made in Munich than in Cincinnati. Yeah. Which I didn't know, but if I think about it, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. you know, they are very regimented on what's made, 
how it's made. And over here, you know, we tend to stick to being traditional, but we also are okay with having a, a little more fun, a little more fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They are, you can now support them monetarily. They're doing a buy me a coffee. Oh, right. Yeah, coffee. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest about this. They're buy me a coffee. I'll call them an ad. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're a little... They do an ad, a little commercial. Board. They take a break and, and uh, talk about themselves. Yes. Not nearly as entertaining as Gnome's Manscaped ads. No. They don't talk about their balls nearly enough. No, not at no. all. So, uh, no, not enough genitalia gonna, talk. We're going to need you to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Give me a reason to buy you a coffee, whether it's... Ooh. Well, we, we won't go there. Or maybe we will. Off air. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Truth Beer Pot After Dark. Things that we would pay. Or for the Patreon live stream. Right Right here. Right here. I'm so happy that ones of people tune into that week after week. It's great. I tell you what, the tens of people that accidentally clicked on it is amazing. It's it's fantastic. You see them up there for like five seconds, like (laughs) shit, and then they're gone. Uh, Let's see. They got sidetracked talking about the the TQL beer series runs. They oh had yeah, I took a lot in this one. They had had a decent number of beers. Yeah, they were running. I they were running around. It. But I don't I understand it. though because the guests were the same, right? So they had Graham and Brian. Brian, by the way, Brian and Graham, great guests. Great. Oh my we God, talked about this. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year. It was last year. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It was last year. Great guests. Fantastic. They uh, uh, were. They brought it. Great guests again. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that these are, are two well-traveled uh, people, mm-hmm. uh, very, along very with so. um, Caroline and Joe. Uh, they are also well-traveled. Uh, however, currently traveling, um, Brian and Graham, I mean, just are, I mean, they are just everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. everywhere. Yes. And I loved hearing about all of their travels and their tips and the you know the 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 jaunts that they mm-hmm. go through, uh, go to, and the the experiences that they have, and their future plans, the places that they're going to be going. Oh Amazing. my God! Amazing. And their little tips, their travel tips and tricks, and you know how you do this and that, mm-hmm. and it is so is so good, so good. It it's it's um, it's it's very informative and entertaining at the same time. Agreed, agreed, one hundred percent with that. Uh, let's see, most of the episode. Was rabbits, rabbit holes, and tangents, and just yeah. crisscrossing things. But it was so much fun. Like they were trying to stick to Oktoberfest beers in this episode. Yeah, like, they tried really, really hard. But man, there was just one little. Because Joe puts squirrel. out a Google Doc. He does. He puts out he a Google sure. Doc to yeah, yeah. to guess, and so you know you 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 know what's coming. Yes, and, and um, so. It, it, it's got some structure to it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know other which, podcasts which I, that do that. But. No, certainly not us with laminated show sheets and notebooks. Well, but we don't need to email notes. those out and this we don't true. change them. It's fine. It's just, you, hey, know. you know, whatever works. It's awesome. I mean, it's It works always, for them. It's, it's good to have at least some idea of the highlights you want to hit in an episode. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course. That. Of course. Uh, let's see. Apparently, Fretboard now makes for the Donna Schwab and their Schwartz beer. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I had no idea about that. So next year for the Cincinnati Donald Jim, you didn't spill the beans on that. I know. I mean, what, what the F? I know. Well, you know what? Oh, I don't have a what the F button. Oh, okay. But I do have. Shit. Okay. Kind of. Sort of okay. kind of. One of the best stories 
that they told in this episode was how upset Joe was when at an Oktoberfest event, he really, really, really wanted an Oktoberfest beer. Instead, he was given an IPA. He's still mad about that to this day. Like, that was before they had kids and everything. He is still mad about that. And yeah. that was cracking me up. Like, Joe, I, I understand. I empathize. But holy crap, that was funny. Listening to you just just re-fly off the handle about... I think one of these days he's going to lose it like Clark Griswold in the Christmas vacation. I Maybe. think he's just going to go just totally batshit crazy on somebody for something. Hey, you know what? As long as Caroline's there to film it and put it on the grams. Yeah. And Because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Joe would ever go that much off the handle to where he would ever... You know, he would never hurt anyone. He would never... Well, Clark it would, it didn't would never hurt be, anyone. Right, right. It was it Clark's... Would just be this. It, was, it was his uh, family member that went and kidnapped right, right. somebody. What was the movie... So who, whose family member uh, of Joe's would kidnap somebody? Do we... Have we met them yet? We don't know. No, we... We haven't met really anybody that would kidnap somebody yet? I think that most of their guests have been their friends and yeah. not family. So... Okay. I don't know. That's good. What was the movie with, oh my gosh, I can picture him, the same guy that was in The Game. Um, the Game? The movie The Game. Now you got this, me. This movie was about a guy that was just having a fucking bad day. Okay. And, like, the entire world is collapsing around him. And I don't know. The Game? Man, Was no, he a gamer? No. The Game was about a guy that was unknowingly put into kind of a simulated reality game. Oh, jeez. And, like, everyone around so it was, was about an actor. a game. Yeah. God damn it. What was... Hold on. I There's been a that. few movies like that. This is From a, this is from a bunch of decades is, uh, ago, you got uh, Falling Down uh, with Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. That's that's him. It's called Falling Down. Is it Falling Down? Down? Perfect. I couldn't remember. Yes, but yeah. where he's having just the worst day possible. Like, that's what I feel like. Yeah, he just, he pops off from the beginning. Yes. And I think it starts in, like, L.A. traffic. Yes, I believe so. It's been a long time yeah. since I've watched it. But that's what I see happening with Joe. Like, he just... Yeah. One, one thing, and he's he's done. Yeah, he he's flips gone. off. Kind of like in Father of the Bride, where Steve Martin mm -hmm. popped off about the hot dogs and the buns. I mean, if you want to be served sandwiches, you got to... You can't do hot dogs. I can't oh. do this. I can't. <laughs> All right, Marcus walking away. I was kidding. Hot dogs, hot dogs. Yes, hot it is. Sandwich, I was kidding. It. I was saying it for the comedic value. Come back. Come back. Please sit down. I did not mean that. I was just saying it for the effect. Purely for the effect. The reaction I, I was perfect. I don't, I don't even know why um, this bullshit is going on <laughs> where you see um, you know, interviews and documentaries where they're calling all these... Um, uh, fast food hamburger san um, um, is a calzone sandwiches. I mean, it's right. They're it's, like it's sandwiches. I'm gonna poke you in the mm. eye with a red hot <laughs> poker, or hit you with a spoon. Kick them until in the you die. Because that's there. You go. Did you just watch follow it? Follow them. Just did you watch it? I can't believe I spent ten minutes a lot of my life watching that. Yes. Jesus. Fantastic. It's fantastic. These are all great movies that we're talking about. Oh my god. It's terrible. Or I'm sorry. And then you just you just lump, you yep. just like pat someone till they die with a spoon, oh, and then your so spoon great. cracks and so great. You think there's you you think you think it's done. You, you think, it's, think done. it's the end. Yeah. But it's only it's only beginning. Right. How did you find that? I mean, what do you do? What what so, sort of rabble, rabbit hole did you go down to find this uh, 
attack of the spoon or whatever it is called. There, I've known about that for a couple of years, so there was no telling what led me to that. Josh might have might have showed me that actually. Angle? No, my Josh. Oh, your Josh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because he I found the, the Josh Angle found the uh, Gabagool song. Yes, he did. <laughs> Oh, and what a song that is. All Jeez. right. Second episode, bonus episode of Craft Parenting Podcast, where they drank the trick-or-treat seltzers. Yeah. I do want to say there's not a lot for us to really dive into with this one, just because they didn't really, they talked about the flavors they were getting. They talked about this was this one. We think this is a trick. We think this is a treat. It's the same thing that we did. It's the same thing that a couple of other of other shows have done. We're just going to be rehashing it. You can still get the trick-or-treat packs. I've still seen them out in Kroger, so I don't want to spoil anything for anyone by it if you have no idea of what's going on. What's yeah, the really cryptid weird, pack. What's really weird is, you know, Kroger has the singles section. Yeah. They'll have singles of oh, the cryptids, a, and I'm like, oh, you can't do that. That's a good and a bad idea all at the it's, same time. It's, yeah. Anyway, so so uh, Brian and Graham were um, were back to to try the the seltzers. Thank you, Brian and Graham. By the way, yes. I did I did pick up on your message. I truly appreciate that. They had a message for they me. They did. They did one specifically, specifically for, for you. me, and that was in the main episode. They did Correct. Brian and Graham, not the bonus episode. Correct. So listen to that one and see how uh, Marco got a shout out from Joe and Caroline's friends. That's right. Yeah, uh, they did a blind taste test with them. Uh, they drank and guessed which ones were, they said that they were going to guess which ones were rated the highest on untapped, but they never told us which ones were rated the highest on untapped. Well, they they checked on untapped. But didn't they say that they were going to... Like the highest one was people, rated like a three. Well, right. But didn't they say that they were going to try to guess which one was rated highest and then they just kind of were like... They, they didn't really... Well, they, yeah, they did, they did talk about what they smelled and promises. what they tasted and then... Uh, and then instead of all of them rating themselves, they just gave the rating, yes. which it, it's fine with me. I mean, we, yeah, it's, it's we don't fine. we don't rate anything on this on no, this podcast, I, I and we do that on purpose. I forget to check in ninety percent of what I drink anymore. I don't forget. I I, I don't. don't on purpose. I'll, I'll be at home and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do that, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Two other things that I had for this episode. I I have we'll, two as well. Okay. Do dogs count as kids for trick or treat? Okay, uh, dogs don't count as kids. Okay, that's fair. Just, I, that was, that was easy enough. It's my truth. All right. And the last thing that I had is a multiple choice question. Ah, Julia has a multiple choice question. I do. All right, so. Here we go. Well, we need to introduce. Well, right, I was saying the, here we go. And yeah, I was here waiting, we go. I was waiting for you to get scroll through your celebrity Hold on, let me contact list. check with this bastard I haven't checked with in a long time. Yeah. Vlad was pretty fucking awesome. I mean, I think he's he did. kind of... I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he came come around... He back at some point. I don't know when that would be appropriate, yeah, but I mean, man. For sure. He was great. He was great. Okay, so this this person's been kind of shitty to us lately. Oh. Uh, but they know that a certain something is coming up, so I think they're wanting to get back in our good graces. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's do it. So hold on. Let's do it. Phone. Get Call him up. All right. Hello. This is Morgan Freeman. I'm here because in the very near future, Marco is going to tell a story about his son and he going to the Sam Adams taproom to experience Utopias. I 
love that story. It's a and wonderful story. Thank you, Julia. Sorry. You should be. <laughs> and I, I want to be here to support that. So occasionally I'll show up. I won't do much of a fuss, but I'll be in and out like a sniper. So now to introduce Julia's multiple choice question. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. I appreciate you Thanks, more Morgan. than you will ever know. Thanks, Morgan. You All better right. thank me. Okay. We, All we, right. We, we did. Do. Absolutely. We, just did. we did. Several okay. times. Way to go so, there. Uh, thanks Bud. again. Thank you. All right. All right. We need to find someone else to introduce your stories, man. I know. It's weird. Yeah. All right. So, multiple choice question about episode 81.5, the one with the trick-or-treat seltzers. Okay. Being a good West Sider, what does Caroline always keep in her purse? Is it, ah. Is it A, Werther's Original Candies? Ah, okay. Is it B, a map? Or is it C, koozies? Ah, Julia, you brought the multiple choice question. So now you brought the A, B, and C. So I am here to bring the D, Hell Julia. Yeah. Marco brings the D with these multiple choice questions. So uh, Julia gave you those, and I am here to bring you D. Uh, so D, Caroline, she keeps a compact in her purse. And what she does is once her rearview mirror on the driver's side is knocked off, <laughs> she just opens the compact so the mirror is there so and, that she and, can And why see. is her side view mirror knocked off? Because they don't park in the motherfucking driveway. <laughs> and she just whips it out. It's like a, it's like an old oh razor phone. You know, it's it like just... a ding. And then she can, oh you know, God. park. Yeah, yeah. As need be. Not wrong. I might have just given away the answer there, but, you know, not wrong. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Park in the driveway. So, so two great bonus episodes from Craft Parenting Podcast. They do have another one in between those two where it is just talking with Brian and Graham and all the... Amazing travels and adventures. They are very well-traveled people, and I'm here to listen to all this because Absolutely. They, they, they take it. They have a vigor when they start to talk about they this, this traveling. They should. They should. Just saying. Hey, Brian Graham, uh, come on over here. Be guests on this pod, and you know, we'll, you know, we'll help you out with that. Sure. All right. Was there anything else about Craft Parenting Podcast? No. Nah. All right. Nah, that's all, all right. my notes. Check out the episodes. Check them out, check them out, check them out. We cannot emphasize that enough. Let's move on to The Gnome. Yeah. Because we have two shows of his to talk about. Okay. Uh, one was, again, two weeks ago, Drinking with the Gnome. Uh, he was talking with Zane Lamprey. So this was an interview that he did back when Zane Lamprey was in town mm -hmm. to do his comedy tour. Yep. Uh, Zane was gracious enough to take a few minutes before the show to sit down with Gnome and to have a conversation where Gnome was supposed to interview Zane, but it almost turned into the opposite right. as uh, as I started talking, which I thought was really great. It was, I thought it was fun. I, it was it, some different questions that the Gnome was presented with that I feel kind of gives you a little more of a view into who the Gnome is and his thoughts on the craft beer scene. I, I thought it was fun, too, because it was a couple of guys just talking, and it, Zane even makes mention of it. It's like, you could sit here and interview me, but isn't this free flow sort of conversation more fun? And Gnome does take a moment and say, yeah, I think actually my listeners would probably find this more interesting than right. it just a sort of 
Q&A session. Right, right. Agreed. And I do love the more conversational podcasts that are out there rather than the ones that are, okay, now I'm going to ask you this. And after we talk about this for two or three minutes, okay, well, now I'm going to ask you this. And you can tell that it is super structured. Right. Some structure is fine to just kind of keep you on track. Otherwise, you end up, you know, rather than what we do sometimes, and we end up with like a 36-hour podcast that I have to cut down because I didn't stick to, you know, the notes or the whatever. But those free-form conversations are so much more engaging and so much more personal well than they are and I, and I you have to think about Zane's travel schedule right he's in a, a different uh, town a different city a different brewery sometimes maybe possibly two in a day mm-hmm. sits down uh, probably does get interviewed quite a bit but this was uh, this is the second time the gnarly Noma sat down uh, to have a a session we'll call it with uh, a, a podcast session or a, uh, a vlog with Zane. The first one was uh, question and answer type. Sure. This one was more free flow conversation. Like sure. we said before, I enjoyed both, but I like this progression. Uh, if Zane is going to continue to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a real question. Like, what are you going to do now that you did two comedy tours back to back one year after the other that, that, that's, uh, by the way, the definition of back-to-back. Uh, oh, and, I'm glad you clarified that for us. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally different content. Right. It, we, it wasn't the same content the, the two years ago as it was this year. You know, what do you do next? And are you coming back around? Uh, second time at fretboard. And so if it comes around again, you know, I, I, I think that uh, they've built up at least a enough of a, a relationship to where uh, a little bit of time mm-hmm. would be spent to to you know for the two of them to converse right, um, right. or even for noom to show him some of the other breweries because like you said both times he's been here he's been a fretboard and that kind of leads me into one of the questions that i had or you know that kind of noom brought up in this i don't i don't even want to call it an interview it was a conversation that they were having right zane put out a like top five top whatever beer cities list and he does his research on all the places that he visits for the It's his list, so he's that. not wrong, except Correct. he's wrong. Correct. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> so be it. Should Cincinnati have been on his top, insert number here, list? And because I think he sounded a little surprised when Noam was like, we have this many breweries and we have all this other stuff. And Zane was just kind of like, I do my research and I guess I just didn't realize because when he's in town, he's in town for maybe two days, depending on yeah. his tour schedule. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, I mean... He needs to come in and just experience Cincinnati craft beer for a long should. weekend or a full week and just really see all the absolutely amazing breweries that we have in he, the city. I think that he would love it. I think he would, too. Uh, but the other thing is, too, when you're looking at data from these places where he's getting data from, I would imagine that they're taking Cincinnati as Cincinnati proper uh, versus actually going on your friend, the gnarly gnomes uh, own, you know, platforms and finding out what he calls greater Cincinnati area and finding out, you know, how, uh, how spread out it is. I mean, to go all the way from Alexandria, Kentucky to uh, Dayton, Beyond and almost, almost Dayton uh, to yeah. uh, as north seventy one as say cellar dweller to right. south you know the other way to 
wherever it is. I don't even know. Right, but right. That, but my point is that he's not looking at, or he, I don't think he's looked at data that way. I it's think he looks at numbers. more. You know, how much do does this the particular city county or this particular particular right. sa- uh, city? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, this so. this this location drinks this much more beer per person than this other place. That doesn't really. I don't feel like that's always an accurate representation of. But it's Zane's list, and sure, and absolutely, it's, and it's, it's his, his and, and we didn't make it. Well, yeah. but you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll open his eyes. Yeah, it's fine. One of the other cool things, and kind of the the last note that I want to wrap this up on, because it was like a under twenty minute episode, so I don't want to spend twenty minutes talking about. Yeah, it. which very, we could. But we could. We could. But we're not. Uh, we're gonna try not to. Or we could spend forty minutes talking about it. I'm telling you, we've done that too. Done that. There was an interesting preposition about, you know, if you have six light loggers set in front of you from different breweries, you know, mostly macro, some micro, whatever, could you actually identify, like if you say, oh, this light lager is my favorite, it's the best, everything else is crap. If you had multiple of that same style, could you actually identify what you say is your favorite and the best of the best? And if you can identify it, does that turn that into something different from just that, I'm using air quotes, macro style or, or whatever? Yeah, everyone you know. watching yeah, the live yeah, stream yeah. saw that. Uh, what I would say is that, because that was great content right it there. Really the ums, it really was. It really was, What I would say is that uh, most of the time people can't. And uh, when you put something so similar to each other next to each other, you may be able to taste a subtle difference between this or that. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for you to say, that's my go-to, that's my tried and true, that's my ride or die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been proven over and over and over again when people try these things. It's, it, 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 you, you just can't. And a lot of times you end up finding one that you pick that you think is your favorite. And you know that it's this one and it's a different one. Right. And so you can go ahead and like a different one is the point, right? Right, is, right. Uh, I'm not going to go as far as to say as they're interchangeable, but what I will say is that the the nuances are so subtle that unless you know the brand is a brand, mm-hmm. then it doesn't pay to be loyal to one brand or another right. in, let's say, a bar setting. But I guess one of the kind of what I was trying to lead into, and I don't want to explain the entire conversation because... It's, it's a short episode. You have time to listen to this, and it's a great episode. It's a great conversation. Yeah, get into it. I just thought it was really interesting where if you say, you know, you have six, and again, I'll keep it the light logger example. If one of those six, you really recognize, oh, this is different. This tastes different. Is it still just a, again, air quotes, light logger? Or is something about how it was made, does it kind of bleed into one of those other fringe lager styles. I don't know how I want to word that, but if you notice a difference, if five of those six taste exactly the same, but one, there's something different, could it potentially be, you know, a, again, I hate saying like a a fringe, a variant, whatever of that style to maybe what you like or what you're picking out isn't as straightforward and crisp and clean as what you thought. I don't know. It was yeah, it was I, interesting. I think, I'm not explaining it well at all. No, I think overall the, the experiment is to be able to open your eyes and, and say, hey, all this stuff's pretty damn tasty from a similar platform, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so 
my allegiance or, or because a lot of times they're like, I'm just a, this guy, I don't like this. And, or, you know, I, I just, I just like this mm-hmm. and not that as a person. Um, that's kind of silly. I, mean, I, I, I agree. From, I wasn't from, saying that it was right, wrong either way, no, 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 but no, no, yeah, no. yeah. But, but my point is, is, is larger than that. When you go out in a bar setting, if that's what you're into versus craft, mm-hmm. uh, then just buy whatever's on sale. Sure. And unless you have a reason to be loyal to a brand from a dollar standpoint, mm-hmm. just buy what's on sale. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean that, that, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, that's all that I had for drinking with the gnome, or as I said before we started recording, dancing with the gnome. Yeah, you did. That's, you did say dancing with I, the gnome. I said it. And that so, goes a few podcasts back, by the it way. Does. You did it dancing. Does. We, we did we dancing did that with the gnome. That's going to be one of the newest parts of Gnome Creative. He's going to be, uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be dancing or if he's going to have a project that is about. Last time I knew he was dancing, he was at the uh, Blue Oyster Bar on Howl. Oh, all right. Yeah, just letting you know. All right, cool. Well, let's move on to another one of Gnome's podcasts, the Cincinnati Brewcast. All right. Cheers. All right, we are back, and you have a fresh beer. I, in typical Julia fashion, am still finishing my Untitled Art Cold IPA. What are you drinking, Marco? I have the uh, tried and true Guinness Dry Irish Stout. Wonderful. That is fantastic. All right, let's get into Season or Volume 8, depending on how you want to call it. Episode 24 of Cincy Brewcast with Michael from Adina. I want to call it the uh, longest episode of Cincy Brewcast ever. And I did not look back to see if it was, in fact, the longest ever, but it was up there. Although, I will say the conversation was so good that I didn't notice. Oh, it was good conversation. It it didn't feel like a long episode. No, it was good conversation. It was just two hours. But it was good conversation. It was was great conversation for those two hours. You'll never get those two hours back, (laughs) but you enjoyed Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was the week, by the way, for, I guess, everybody to put out extra long content, uh, you know, Truth Bird Pod included. It's true. Uh, true. I mean, we put out, what, three hours worth of content this week? It was not our longest episode. Ooh. Our longest, I had this on a post and I left it at home. Our longest episode was, I think, like an hour and 55 minutes. Was it the one with Matt Damaris and Mark Miller? It was the, um, the one where we talked about sneakers a lot, so probably... Yeah. Probably. That would that would track. So this episode, we found out from Michael that distributors are beyond ruthless. Mm-hmm. They will take out your kneecaps if you even glance their way and even say something as, as, as innocuous as, oh, hey, that's cool that I saw you signed X account. You try and take my account, boom, they pop you in the kneecaps. They throw boom, Legos done. in front of you and take your shoes and make you walk all over them. Hit all you with a spoon. Got hit you with a spoon over... And over and over. They Marco just follow is, you. Marco is never going to forgive me. Just because I linked it doesn't mean you had to watch it. Okay? Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Of course I did. No, you didn't. Of course I did. No, you didn't. Did you watch all the So Bad It's Good videos that I linked you to as No. Well? See? No. You don't have to do it. It's fine. No. I am. Oh, Lee. What hey, where did he come from? Leon came up. Welcome, Liam. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, just, just have a seat over there by Marco. Yeah, just right sit over, yeah, what, right yeah, just, here. Hold on. It's yeah, we right. got the... Yeah. All right. Yeah, just so hang Liam's out. Just, just out. chime in if, if you want to. He's mean mugging and shit. He, He's like Doesn't pissed. he always... Oh, jeez. There we All go. All of a sudden, he, we're going to have problems with the umbrellas outside again. Everyone around here is a, like an engineer of some sort, and they can't figure and they out can't the, figure the umbrellas. umbrellas. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They talked about how... 
you kind of have to be a special brewery to to put a location or a tap room in a completely different city. So I'll, I'll yeah. use like Fretboard for the example for this one. Fretboard opened a second location in Hamilton, which is still within the same-ish mm-hmm. scope. You still sure. have a lot of the same yeah. clientele. They're talking about if, say, Fretboard picked up and tried to open a location or did open a location in Chicago, in Denver, somewhere that has a completely different different culture to it. And we've talked about this before on other episodes. Uh, there has to be right. a way. Darkness. We talked about that yeah, one. Yeah, with darkness. darkness. There has to be a way for people in that new area to fall in love with what you're doing regardless of how closely it mirrors your original location. Uh, Bramari was the example that that they use. And I thought that that was really, really cool because Bramari came into the market pretty strong and they're still doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, A lot of new accounts that Adina's brought in, mm-hmm. they come in kind of hot and fast. They're the new thing. They're the new kid in town. Everyone wants to buy it. And then it's Cincinnati has so much other good stuff that they might not stick around. And Marco is running over to the cooler. What is he pulling out there? Oh, that is an excellent, excellent example. This is a perfect, perfect example. All right, so the example used in the podcast is Toppling Goliath. Yes. All right. Well, they talked about Bramari as well, but yes. Yes, they talked about Bramari as well. Uh, I am not going to give... Uh, a date. Now they okay. talked about uh, fresh, not fresh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. from yep. Toppling Goliath. Yes. Uh, I have a can of Toppling Goliath. I am going to tell you that it is within the freshness date. All right. I'm not going to give you the date, but I'm going to tell you that here at Higher Gravity, they do care about that, mm-hmm. and so you are going to be able to get, uh, um, for the most part, um, a curated experience yeah. that is in code. So absolutely. I'm going to run and put this back, but yes, as an example from the podcast, I as I was looking over your shoulder, I'm like, got to grab like, it. That's the, absolutely because but I had faith in I had faith in Harbor. Oh God, yeah, yeah, they are very good about making sure that what they sell here is as fresh as it can be. It's always in code. If it's not in code, they pull it. Sometimes, depending on what it is, it might make it to their like last chance sales, but it's always going to be something that they still have faith is going to drink the way it's supposed to drink. Um, one of the other things that they kind of talked about, uh, Gnome actually talked a bit about his, uh, his football skills in this episode. And apparently he is coming. Yeah, he's, he's warming up. He's got his arm. <laughs> he's coming for Burrow's probably, job. Probably in better shape than mine. I don't know if he, well, he's not coming for Burrow's job. but He's in better shape than you are right now with your arm. I will, arm I will say that. I think yes, the arm yes, shape, yes, 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 for sure, for sure. So, trail shape, maybe as well. I mean, since I mm, fell off a trail or I got pushed, it, it just I mean, it depends. We, it yes, depends. It depends. It depends on how you're depends. looking at it. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, he's he did talk about his football prowess mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. It's true, and I mean, I I mean, I think that because we last year's beer booze bonks fest, which is coming up November nineteenth, buy your tickets. It is one of the best local beer festival events that that's out there that's not just like a single brewery or a single right you know a single and brands thing it's amazing but i did not get to see his uh his football throwing skills last year no maybe this year he will be gracious enough to show what us uh, what William? kind of 
no. start, startle you? I mean, no. Liam just one. He's like, I said no, and he's like, he pushed me out of the way. He's like, that's my line. That's it. Well, like, it is. It if he's is. gonna sit here and mean mug it and is. shit, I guess we get him. Uh, let him have that. But no, you're right. I mean, so the Noom has been practicing his his football prowess. Uh, he's been trying to work on his accuracy. Uh, and so he talks about that in, mm-hmm. in this podcast. Last mm-hmm. last beer, booze and bonks, uh, boinks, minks, uh, boobies, and bikinis. Bobcats and biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, banana hammocks. Uh, oh, all goodness. that was, you know, it was new. So he had to do his his thing, mm-hmm. and I understand that. He had to kind of that. be on the yeah. entire time. Yeah. And Hopefully I under- this year he gets to... He enjoyed it last year, but there was still a lot that he had to try to stay focused on. I think that this year it's going to be a much more relaxed experience for him. But kind of getting back well, onto the actual... Good, good. No, no, but to get back to the actual episode, yeah, is yeah. they actually talked about beer fest. They did. You know, yeah. what are you yeah. what are you looking for? What's different? Mm-hmm. What's changed? Uh, what makes a beer fest stand out? Absolutely. Because if you go to... If you enjoy a specific kind of beer, and I say kind of beers in like craft beer, a beer festival that has all kinds of stuff from national, local, what have you, and you're just there to drink a whole bunch of samples of a whole bunch of stuff that you might not buy a can or a case or a 16 ounce or whatever of, they're great. But certain beer festivals feel more special than others. They feel like they're actually curated like the people putting them on care about the beer and not just how many tickets can we sell to move this beer so to speak and beer booze bonks is one of those few festivals where you know that every single beer was picked was handpicked and not just hey does your brewery want to come okay bring a couple kegs of whatever you want to bring and it's their mass produced product I, I think I think that there's a lot of evolution over the past, say, seven, eight, nine, ten years mm-hmm. in, in this sort of space where the these bigger, these big, bigger, big, like, convention center events mm-hmm. were providing people the opportunity to have beers that uh, they couldn't get. Now you can get. It's true. You you it's can true. get them, and you, you can you can get them, and um, they're in the market, mm-hmm. and even more so now. Right, um, but, but some events focus. I mean, Rheingeist Rare Beer Fest is is another good example. Sure, there are still some some beer festivals and beer events that they try to focus on. We're going to have your favorites. We're going to have you know the things the crowd pleasers, but we also want to provide you with an opportunity to have something that you can't get right. locally or but, that it's a local brewery, but they're only going to make a small batch specifically for this. I think what, I think the difference is it's almost, it's almost like a by volume event, right? So True, yeah, the, yeah. the bigger ones are, are uh, more by volume. You're, you're going to go and you have more by volume and the mm-hmm. smaller ones are, you're going to have more, uh, specialty, rare, different, right, uh, right, or maybe new and not on the market yet. Mm-hmm. True, sort yes, of yes. scenario, and I think that's where some of the changes. And where Michael was talking about what he wants is he wants new beer, and he wants to be able to network. 
sure. really yeah, is yeah, what yeah. he was talking about. He wants, to, he wants to be able to network. He wants to be able to see the people that are in the business that he knows. And what happens is, is that as breweries tend to get a little bit bigger, it used to be that the brewer would go. It used mm-hmm. to be that maybe the, you know, one of the other brewers would go to mm-hmm. these events. It right. used to be then, oh, now we have a social media and marketing person, and they sure. would go to the event. And then it became, well, we're so big in the social media and marketing, and the brew team is so into what they're doing. Um, maybe they show up as a guest, mm-hmm. but they're running around talking to everybody else. So They're doing that now, networking, right. So now what you're having is maybe a person or two that's on a team that all they do is events. Right. And so now that becomes the person that you become, or that becomes the POC for, for that sort of business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine, too, because they have connections, hopefully, to those connections. But right. I think as breweries tend to get a little bit bigger, sometimes that gets a little bit more away from the way it was in the in earlier years for that particular brewery, mm-hmm. where... You know, you would show up and as the brewer, you were talking to Michael. Right. Uh, but now it's somebody that may not even know the brewer. Right. You know. But, but as long as they know the beer and they sure. know the brewery, I feel like that's kind of the important part more so than right. talking to the actual brewer, one of the actual brewery owners, that type of thing. Right. Um, one of the things in this episode, Michael kept apologizing about some of the background noise Hey, just like we really drink on this show, Michael really works in a warehouse. Yeah, there's, there's a be real warehouse work happening if, there. If they're recording there, and so no, don't need to apologize. Don't apologize for it. It's fine. Yeah. It's great. It shows the realness of what you're doing, and that was the dumbest thing I think that I've ever said. Oh, can't be. No, not not <laughs> can't be. There's no way. No, I'll, I'll go back into some of the older episodes and find some of the other god-awful things. What, uh, what else do you have on Cincy Brewcast? Uh, the Nut Guys. Ah, Holy shit. Yes, the Nut Guys. Use code GNOME at manscaped.com. My God. That was hilarious. It, it is still so <laughs> hilariously awkward for me. Like, I am laughing, but at the same time, I'm holding my head going, I just, I don't. I don't, I don't need to know. The nut guys. I don't need to know about any of this stuff. That's hilarious. The products are great. I do agree. Oh, yeah? You I've, use them? I've, I've used some of them, not all of them. Oh, I've okay. used some of them. Josh is happy. My Josh is happy you with the products. To, you, hey, you know what? You know what? I'm sorry I asked. If Gnome's going to make this awkward, so am I. Okay, very good. My Josh is happy with the products. Okay. I'm happy with the results of the project projects, the products. Okay, very good. And I really want to try their new body wash and scrubber thing because that sounds like it would be yeah he was all wonder- in he was on all that in scrubber, on the scrubber. i know yeah. like if i wasn't sold before now because now i'm on their email marketing list because i bought are. stuff well i, I, I the, say marketing i'm on their email list because i, I bought products using gnome's code gnome and so now they email me and of course i put josh's name so the emails that are coming to my email address are hi josh how are your balls today and i'm like yeah oh this is great you could this answer so that i could yeah i could yeah no but i i have uh continued social media uh, videos of commercials of theirs that come up all the time i nice uh eventually you need to buy something i will okay i will okay yeah uh let's see a couple by other- the way 
the reviews are hilarious. If yes, you ever click are. on the reviews, yes, they are they hilarious. Are. They are 100%. Just go to the site, go to manscaped.com just to read the reviews. And while you're there, use code GNOME and help support the GNOME. Correct. And, I mean, and keep, I think keep him making I, these incredibly awkward little, yeah. little breaks in the show to talk about personal that's only care. That's only like... 40 minutes into the episode. Yeah. That's yeah, two it's hours pretty, long. It's pretty, it's pretty in there. Do you have more notes? Do I, we have more notes after the 40-minute mark? I have two more notes, and I have one multiple-choice question. So maybe Liam can help us out with that. Oh, Liam, He's yeah. Hold on, Liam. Mean mugging He's over looking there. pissed. So the two other notes that I had, well, one thing they talked a bit about the new, like, Sinbev, Cincinnati Beverage, and how they're... They put a ton of money into revamping a lot of these old production breweries. Like the smokestacks are being repainted for like the Cliffside Brewery, stuff like so that. I need some That'll clarification. Cool Is Sin Beverage the same the company that that ousted uh, Greg Hartman? Or is this the new Sugar Hill gang that owns... I, I don't know. I want to say it's the one that ousted Greg, but it's it's so confusing. Well, who's I the don't Sugar Hill know. gang with? They're... I don't... I don't know. Okay. I get it. No, we're, we need you. We need you to help us because we're confused and we want to be unconfused. So yeah. come onto the pot or we'll call you while you're making more waffles and spaghetti. And uh, yeah, you can clarify all it's of this. It's got a course. new food truck coming soon. It's uh, um, Papa Noom's uh, waffles and spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yes, which you can get actual spaghetti, but also spaghetti. True. Yes. And then um, he puts it on top of waffles. One thing with, because uh, Cincinnati jelly. <sighs> mm, no. No, thank you. Um, okay, let's wrap this one up. I don't want to really dig into this because this is a whole other rabbit hole conversation. But they had a really good part of the con- of their their discussion of this episode about is beer headed in a good direction. Again, that's, oh, that's yeah. a huge I mean, topic, I'd... huge, huge topic, and our time before Jason shows up is fast approaching, and don't, we still I... have ship beers to cover, so oh, I don't want to yeah. dive into that too much, because again, I want to make sure we have enough time to, to do shift beers to give them a, a just a recap. All right. um, the Crowbar versus Jungle Gyms for best selection and price per pint. That was interesting. It was interesting, and I, what I would say is uh, probably the two are different from each other. Sure, um, sure. And and but, the other thing is he was also talking about the bar itself. So the ambiance yes. of the bar itself. Correct. You you correct. are you I don't think are drinking at the cro cro uh not the you're not drinking at the Jungle Gyms bar. You're just being served at the Jungle Gyms bar. Right. You have to. Where every time that I go to one of the Kroger one of the Kroger locations near my house that has bars. a crowbar, people are just sitting there BSing with the bartender or the. I'm pissed. Bartender, I'm pissed that the crowbar at Harper's got taken out. Yeah. It, that's um, bullshit. bullshit. I used to go to the crowbar. And the other thing that was bullshit is they never staffed it. Like when it so opened, what, there yeah, was always like, somebody there. And then when the when they weren't staffing it, you used to have to go get a manager. And like, I don't, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just not going to do no. it. No. If I sit down in the bar and somebody's there, I'm not there. I'm giving you my money. To, if someone's not there, I'm yeah, not giving like, you my money. Yeah. F it. All right. Wrapping up the recap of uh, the Cincinnati Brewcast. Cheers. All right, cheers. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Julia's going to need I finished another the beer. beer before we get into it. shift beers. It's awesome. And we got like 10 minutes. I'm telling you, we got this. Multiple choice. Does uh, Liam, since he's sitting right Liam, next to you. How about it? I want to tell you that I really hate the 
this. I don't know why you asked. Well, you don't have to show up. I'm not doing anything else. Okay, right. hold on Marco, a second. you intro. Fuck Liam. Get no. out of here. Leave. Hey, Liam. Marco, you, hey, you intro fuck. me. No, I'm oh, wait, you never intro no, me. Hmm. Hello, this is Liam Neeson, and I have a very particular set of skills that I am not going to use on Marco today. Fair enough. My skills have now grown to introducing <laughs> Julia's multiple choice question. All right, here we go, real fast. What did an Irish brewery have to import for their beer? Is it A, cabbage, B, Lucky Charms, or C, Irish coffee? Or D, you know, I'm here to bring, bring the, the D. D. I'm here to bring the D. <laughs> Is it uh, leprechauns? Uh, so there was a, a very, uh, this may or may not be the truth. Mm-hmm. However, uh, they had a labor sort of scenario where it was cheaper to import leprechauns from other countries uh, to do the work of uh, leprechauns. But now uh, with you know, the recent inflation and everything like that. Well, but and unionization the, played a lot. And uni- too, unionization you know. and they're the, the push back to more local. Uh, they're paying local leprechauns more mm-hmm. uh, and they're shunning the import leprechauns. Right. So is right. it leprechauns? The immigrant leprechauns. The immigrant yeah. leprechauns. Right. Yeah. It was a great episode. Like we said, it when you look at the timestamp of it, you're going, holy shit, this is like two hours long. It does not feel like it. It was a great conversation from start to finish. And that's, I, I can't say enough good things about it, so I'm just going to stop. And that's your truth. Let's go. I'm going to grab another beer and then we're going to talk about chip beers. Hopefully, before Jason gets here. We've got this. All right. Holy shit. Move I have my a mic new around beer. a little bit. Hey, you know you do. You, you have a new what? beer. It's better than the noises that Jim was making with his mic. <laughs> so uh, those are they, weird. Those they are were fun. weird. Yeah, I wonder. Do the glasses do that, or was it just? Ooh, Ooh it's not just the cans. Look at us. Look at us. Nice. nice. Okay. What do you, cool. what do you What are you drinking, Marco? Uh, I just have a Narragansett Lager. Don't say just a Narragansett Lager. That's a damn good beer. It is a damn good there beer. You go. I got Cheers. one whose name. Cheers, man. Cheers. I got one whose name I felt like fit into the last podcast that we have to recap tonight. It's not as bad of a name of a beer as Creamy Kitty is. Terrible. But name. it is goddamn close. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's, it's a good. It's good. I, I say it's a good beer. I'm enjoying this. I would not want to buy a four pack. I don't think I would want to get a whole four pack of it. But do you want to say what this one's called? Or? Yeah, it's called Hurtin' for a Scortin' Imperial <laughs> New England IPA from Six Cents. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to giggle like a 12-year-old every time we say that name. Yeah. But I felt that it was a perfect beer to complement Shift Beers, which is also yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. This was episode 104 of Shift Beers. Okay. Uh, Silver City Beers with Lindsay, and that is the most interesting spelling of Lindsay that I have ever seen. So shout out to her for, shout well, I guess, guess her parents for the originality. Yeah, shout out Lindsay's parents. Check that out. Uh, Corey is there, and he's all hair. There was uh, a bit yeah. of a conversation about that. So you yeah. get some Corey action. I think all of uh, all the guys at Chip Beers got some Corey action as well. Hopefully mm-hmm. Beth was able to. Yeah, according to well. everything that w- we heard, I mean, they all got some Corey action. So that's good. They had a shit ton of drunk line calls, which you told me, you gave me a little teaser. It may not be the most 
or shift beers calls, the drunk line calls. Drunk line. They had a shit ton of drunk line calls, which I do have that number written down this week. It is 804-445-2337, which translates to 804-HIGH-FIVE-BEER. And yeah. I got it right that time. Yeah, I know. I, um, yeah, so, so Marco may have made more than one call the other Several. night. I made many. Several, yeah. I made many. I was just... I, couldn't go to sleep, so, and no, everybody else was asleep, and I was just sitting there. And you're like, I'm bored. I wasn't I'm even call drinking, them. and I was like, uh, well, don't tell them that. I mean, then now they're gonna just oh, not play your. your I calls. stopped drinking. Let me put it. There that we way. go. There we go. I they played the call that we made from the Gnarly Known Tavern, mm. which I forgot that we did. I forgot we did that, but yeah, we did. But yeah, we it did. It was from like, the Gnarly Known Tavern. Yeah, and they're just like. Gnome's not there. What are they talking about? And then you hear Gnome chime in from the background. They're like, oh, my God, the Gnome's there. And apparently they were invited and didn't show up. Yeah, well, at least Brian. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah, I was well aware of this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't come. Yeah. It was a good time. Probably because he had uh, GI issues. Quite possible. GI issues. So in Which came up in the podcast, by the way. In one of the drunk calls, you get to find out about toilet issues in Kansas. Which is something I never really thought we'd hear about on shipped beers, but it also doesn't surprise me that that turned into a major point of conversation for one of their episodes. Right. Uh, let's see. You can... I can't read my own handwriting here. Oh, you can find out what kind of car Josh saw get pulled out of the water. Yes. He dug into that. And he did a whole Instagram story like documenting the entire... Uh, and thing. you can uh, document uh, how many pictures he had while that uh, was happening. Yes, that are more expensive now. So yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, RIP to, to, to less pitchers. expensive pitchers. Yeah, now they're what a dollar five or something. And I don't he's know. Pissed about I mean, that. He's a member I'm of a, you. you know. I'm telling you, group uh, that has Jesus 30, 30 fucking minutes, and they still weren't done with your drinking. 30 minutes. I know. Guys. I know, but I, I mean, we're here for it. No, it, it is. As much shit as we get them for them, I love the drinking segments so much it, because it is that conversation that we talk about yes, so Yes, it gets into their lives. It talks yes, about, you know, what yes. they were doing, where they were at, what happens. Yeah. Uh, but yes, if you're going to have a, a show theme, uh, maybe make the theme a little bit bigger a little uh, than the, you know. Although I, will, although I will say, I do want to talk a little bit, and actually, I could grab that. One of the beers that Beth mentioned, well, one of the beverages. Ah, Beth. I'm going to grab this. Beth talked about something that she drank, Ecto. And I was curious, because uh, you brought me, no, I, you brought me the cherry limeade. Yeah. I bought a pack of Ecto, and when I looked at the label, I wondered how pissed Beth was about this label because of something she mentioned several episodes ago. So I'm going to check out a can real fast so you get to just talk into the mic while I am walking away. Okay, so Beth was talking about uh, labels and Ecto, and so I don't remember any of that. It's on my notes. It's on Julia's notes, and uh, we'll see what she's talking about. But uh, what what they were doing was basically reliving in to drinking uh, some of the intersections that all of them had where some of them were, you know, drinking, you know, together. <laughs> you good? You okay? No, you I am not okay. So I don't, I don't know what's happening. Chair attacked me. That's all I'm saying. Much like... Well, Lee's dog's not here. Yes. So. Yes, I was just about to say. But my ass didn't end up on the floor this time. So the six-pack of Ecto that I got... 
the back of the label that lists Ecto and kind of gives a little description about it, so pixelated and blurry, I could not read it. Oh, seriously. And she had that same complaint about another, not a local, but another, um, another brewery's beer that they had. I forget if it was a bonus beer or something like that. But all the cans here at Higher Gravity, labels are crystal clear. So I must have just Sweet. gotten... Also, also makes me uh, harken back to um, Craft Parenting Pod mm-hmm. when they were doing the cryptid, uh, cryptid pack. Yeah, and yeah. they refer to all of them as beers. They did they, the whole time. They're just like, and this beer, and they're this not, beer, and this beer, and none of them were no, beers. They're not beers. They're not even Midwest fruit tarts. They are full on seltzers. Seltzers. So, so do better. Anyways, Craft Parenting Pod. Do better. Anyway. Do better. But, uh, but yeah, so Beth did say that she had, she got some Ecto while she was out, part of her drinking segment, and that reminded me of, you know, all the labels on the cans I had did not look the crispest, the cleanest like you typically see from Astra, so, but the ones here at Higher Gravity look great. Must have just been weird. Strange. Weird uh, production issue. All good. It was fine. The Ecto's great. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Let's see, what else from this episode? And I kind of apologize that we're running through this, but we've spent tons of time on chip beers in the past. They can deal with us kind of rushing through their episode. Yeah, we're ripping through it. Let's go. Is cobbler better than pie? And are all pies, or I'm sorry, are all cobblers pies, but not all pies cobblers? No. Boy, they were getting mad about this one. Yeah. They had some opinions. So I I feel that... uh, if you want to lump a cobbler into a pie conversation, I don't, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, what I will say is, uh, they're not the same. I no, mean, don't, I would d- agree with that. Don't, don't, don't be messing around with that. Uh, I mean, pie is clearly one with a with a crust underneath. Correct. Cobbler does not need a crust underneath. Um, so, uh, not the same thing. Uh, you can lump them into uh, a dessert experience mm-hmm. and, you know, have at it. Uh, but no, a cobbler is not a pie. Okay, that's fair. Not, not a cobbler. I'm going to either is way, so I don't care what you call it. Just give me some. All right, favorite pie, Julia, go. Lemon meringue. Mm, nice. Favorite Which, cobbler? Like a peach, like a peach cobbler. Okay. Which, I mean, they brought up French silk pie. Not really a pie, even though it is almost completely encased in whipped cream. Mm. Has nothing to do with beer, but, you know. Yeah. We're going for it. Do you have have a top top five or no? No, no, absolutely absolutely not. Uh, Maybe uh, episode before Thanksgiving. That would be fun. Okay. That would be fun. Let's do it. I don't have any because I can't eat You can't eat like 99% of it, yeah. Also not beer. Gas station heaters episode they were talking about. Ah, uh, yes, gas station heaters episode. All I'm episode. gonna ask is who's bringing the Jaron Blacks, and if you know, you know. Hopefully, I, find that funny. I, I just hope that they they go to different gas stations where they can just buy one heater. That would be hilarious. Can I say <laughs> one? No, 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 not no, one pack. No, 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 just no. I just want one. one. <laughs> so basically, basically, they have to talk to the people standing outside of the gas station. Right. <laughs> and see if they can like get the a guy, heater. Like that would guy, be amazing. Like the guy a bunch of episodes ago when I pulled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I pulled up and I was like, man, this, gun, this, this guy's going to end add, well. Yeah, yeah. He's going to uh, ask me for money. So what they need and, to do. And I walked in and I walked out and he's like, hey. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, you just get that washed. And I was like, yep. And then that was Your it. That's all he asked awesome. me. That's all so he asked me. So this is what they need to do for the gas station heater episode. 
they need to go to a gas station and buy a gas station single. And as they're leaving, ask for a the guy heater. for a single heater in exchange for said gas station single. And who can actually make that transition happen? Or, you know, whatever, a buck. Whatever, or sure. Two yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever a single heater. <laughs> a single heater. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that would be awful and hilarious all at the same time. So I don't know if I want to encourage that. I, I don't think I no, want to encourage I, it, but just the whole concept of it is ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's um, hilarious. They don't have to smoke them. No, God, no. No, just could they obtain yeah, I mean, they, a single heater? Yeah. Good God. Uh, last night that I had, a shift drugs. Yeah, shift yep, drugs. Yeah, that's it. This episode was. Yay, drugs. We didn't talk a lot about when they called Lindsay and she was still working. She wasn't, you know, she was like hiding in the cooler at the brewery no, that she doesn't work great. at. She did, she oh did my a great God. job. So I, and I, and I definitely want to touch on that before we get to the burp count because she was freaking amazing. Great guest. She is totally awesome. She's still not, she still does not beat Jeff as far as top guests for me, but she is damn close. Oh, great guest. She was so much fun, so much energy. And just the fact that she Uh, randomly stumbled. She's at the top of my list. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Because Jeff, great Mm -hmm. guest, Mm -hmm. didn't send beers. This is true. She sent Giant box of beers. This is very true. Was available during her shift to talk to shift beers. Very true. Uh, loved uh, love well, shift beers. Well, the story of how she found shift beers. Correct. Is It's fantastic. It's one of those, this is what makes the craft beer community so great. Not just locally, but nationally. Yeah. Internationally, if you want to, you know, throw the, the Canadians back into it, which For sure. I think they're all dead now because no all one's heard anything from them in a long time. And I hope that they're doing okay. I I miss those guys. Hopefully everything is, hopefully they're not still, you know, locked in the drunk tank up in... Skosh. Up in Skosh. Hopefully everything's good yeah. up in uh, Swiss, uh, Swiss Current. Current Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. They're about to get into, like... Uh, the shit. It's true. Yeah. I like, had my last can of the, um, the was it Saskatchewan Berry Sour from Urban, or I'm sorry, Untitled Art. Like, I bought it a long time ago. It's just been in the back of the fridge because, I mean, I, I can't do sour I was going to say the last can of the stuff I bought you because I'm no, sure no, no, that no, was no, rough. No, 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 no. This was what I got. It was the 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 berry that's named after after that area. It's in Saskatchewan. Um, shit, I don't, know. I don't know. But but podcast from Marion Berry. No, it would be it was the cokeheads. I don't know. It's fine. But I was drinking that, and I'm like, man, I hope those guys are doing well. I hope everything's good. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The burp, uh, count. burp count. Let's wrap this episode Let's go. up. Let's get into it. Burp count. They they get a bonus burp Ooh. from our friend and friend of the podcast, Greg who sent us some information about a beer event happening at Birkus. Ah, and yes, because he, 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 yes, he ended the, included, the email yes, with the a burp. Email, email yes. with a burp. So, so, Greg, first and foremost, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you. This is the second event that you have sent us for us to promote, mostly through social media sharing because, you know, we, we see it late. You know, we're not as good at checking some of these things as we need to be. But your email burp was added to the shift beers total Hell yeah! as our way of thanking you for doing this. Let's so, go. In episode 104 of shift beers, they had a total and they were, they were bringing it, but they did not get the golden number. They had 68 burps and that is with Greg's Ooh, counted 68. 68 total. 
which is 136 ounces, which is 8.5 pints. Hell yeah. Of whatever beverage you decide to go with. So you're having a damn good time in this and episode. That was that was what? Uh a fifty eight minute podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's you 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 getting yeah. you getting you there. You know, I'm wondering if Greg was the drunk line call that they weren't sure who it was. Ooh, could it be. would make sense. Could be. It would it would make a lot of sense. Could be. So uh, way to go, ship beers. I mean, come on, man. Know, know your fans. Know your audience. What's yeah. going on here? But, Greg, thank you so much. We appreciate you and your and your burp that we got to add to Shift Beers. Shift Beers, you know we love you guys. We give you shit because we care. And uh, For sure. Marco, what other notes do you have? Oh, I have one other. And it's an asterisk note at the top of my page. Last week we talked about Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That was on an episode of Shift Beers. It's from Mad Tree. I knew it after, Mad Tree. The, after yeah, the episode. Yeah. I knew it was from Mad Tree. I know. I'm like, shoot, I know. I know that I've seen it. I've seen. Yeah. And I remember good, thinking, good a job, bottle. Julia. I, you know, I, I do what I can. Yeah. I tried. Well, you do a great job. <laughs> do a great job. Speaking thank you, Julia. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, everyone. This yeah. is, uh, yeah, this is it. This is what we do. This is Truth, Beer, and Potsequences. And so. Uh, Julia, let everyone know all the important deets. All right. If you like what we do, or even if you just tolerate what we do, we would really appreciate if you could like, review, five stars, subscribe, share, tell your friends, your family, your your dogs, your hairdressers, your real estate agents, your car mechanic. Tell everyone that you talk to about our podcast. We would really appreciate it. It definitely helps helps us grow. If you would like, follow us on social media. We are at Truth Beer Pod Everywhere, which is soon going to include YouTube. They are releasing handles, so we will be at Truth Beer Pod on YouTube as well. I think the whole website is youtube.com slash at Truth Beer Pod. I don't know, but all of our episodes are posted onto YouTube, so check us out there as well. If you would like to monetarily donate to the show so that we can do really cool things to help try to be better for you guys, truthbeerpod.com there is a nice blue a nice big blue bias a pint link and if you have any complaints about our show please send those to at raging hop on the twitter sphere but other than that marco what uh what are you going to be doing next tuesday so julia i am going to be getting together here with you at our gracious podcast host to talk about all the cincinnati craft beer podcasts that we listened to the previous week Cheers, everyone. Cheers. See you next week.